Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. This is Amberly Lyons, your spiritual BFF on a mission to make the world more chic and connected one activated chakra at a time. Today, we are here with a lovely guest, Juliana Spikalak. She is the co-founder of Boho Beautiful, which is a travel, yoga, and lifestyle brand that she created with her husband, Mark Spikalak, offering positive content for the body, mind, and earth with content centered around yoga, travel, fitness, vegan food, self-awareness, conscious living, and guided meditations, the stuff that we are all obsessed with at Chakra Girl HQ. So welcome to the show, Juliana. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to have you. So we used to record a little intro at the beginning where I give a little update on my life, but as hopefully our listeners now know, we're doing this with our guest, which is so much more fun. So I'm going to give a little bit about what what I'm most excited about today, which is my fitness routine. I'm so excited that before Corona, I kind of had convinced myself that I couldn't work out at home. And Julia, I know like work, like you have like... I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz dot chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Amazing at home workouts too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had like kind of had this old story that I told myself that I can't work out from home. I need to be in a class. I need to have someone yelling at me in order to work out. And I just feel like I finally hit a groove. So I'm just so excited about that today. And That's I just, awesome. it makes such a difference when you can work out like, you know, five days a week, six days a week, rather than just like a few, because you have to worry about driving and parking and scheduling and all that kind of stuff. So that's what I am super excited about right now. That's really cool. I love that. Yes. What are you excited about today, Juliana? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm the most excited about the fact that I can, um, do my practice, like what you're saying about working out, but I do my home yoga practice um, outside because currently I'm in Canada and it's summertime and we don't get a lot of warm weather here. Hey, where Most in Canada the- are you? Um, I'm currently right now in Ontario. Oh, okay. I'm in yeah. Vancouver. Oh, really? Okay. I'm originally like my home base is on Vancouver Island. Oh, um, 
Yeah, but we, we've been traveling across um, Canada for the last month in our van, hence why I'm in, <laughs> I told you earlier, I'm in the van yes. right now. And um, yeah, and so we're traveling over to Ontario. Mark has a cottage out here. And yeah, it's, it's just been so wonderful to be able to finally um, roll out your mat in the morning and to have that time with myself, you know, pushing my body and practicing and reconnecting with myself with the sunshine. Because I feel like that's been something I, I felt a little deprived from. It's been pretty crappy weather, I find, for the yeah. last like few beginning months of uh, the summer. So yeah. I would say that's been a, an incredible highlight for me, for sure. I love um, that. Mm-hmm. So Just having that time. Mm-hmm. What is a spiritual tip that you have that you're using right now in your own life? Spiritual tip. Um, Well, I could probably go back to what I was saying about having during my morning practice, which is always my time for me that I take um, Mm -hmm. in the mornings is I always love to begin my practice with some sort of cleansing. So I use sage and Palo Santo Mm -hmm. and I just burn that for, you know, five minutes and kind of just cleanse my own energy, my own aura, like the the space around me, the mat. And it's just a really nice grounding, balancing little routine and ritual that I love to do um, in the mornings. And I would, highly recommend that for anyone to try it out. I think it's, uh, it's a very grounding experience to do even just for five minutes, you know? I know. I feel like it kind of, it's good to kind of anchor in like Mm -hmm. either, whether it's like the beginning of a practice or the end of your work day or like it's some, it's just kind of like a good transition to kind of like anchor in so that you can be present in the moment. Oh, exactly. Because, you know, when you start, even like you said, either it's in the morning or at the end of your day, your mind is racing so much, right? You're thinking about your day or what happened. And it's really difficult to just kind of stop the whole thought process and just really bring yourself to that present moment right now. And so doing anything like, you know, like saging or maybe it's breathing or just a little tiny ritual before you start the actual workout or practice or whatever you do on the mat is, is really, really important. Yes. So powerful. And mm-hmm. a little spiritual tip slash learning that I'm obsessed with right now. And I want to know if you have done any work on this. I'm really into like Lemuria right now. Have you done any work around that? Lemuria. Yes. It's kind of like an Atlantis, like a lost, the lost continent where it was like, apparently like the last time that we were in a collective 5d consciousness Mm -hmm. on earth and Mm -hmm. then it sunk into the ocean and so a lot of people who are you know healers or energy workers their lineage actually traces back to Lemuria and it's like so magical to to read about and to look into and I think you know for yourself considering like you live on Vancouver Island they actually say a lot of people who choose to live on the Pacific Ocean actually have Lemurian lineage. Oh, wow. That's really, I've never heard of that actually, about the lineage. That's so interesting. Yes. It's, oh. it's, it's super interesting. So, and then a little good shout out to um, someone who has some really good resources around this. There's a lady named Raquel Webb mm-hmm. and she has a course called Remembering Lemuria and her Instagram is I am Raquel, R-A-K-A-I-E-L. Um, and she's always posting really great information on it. So anyone that is feeling like they were like some magical fairy in a magical <laughs> land at some point, then you should definitely check it out (laughs) that's that's so cool I'll definitely check her out because I mean I've definitely in 
really intrigued and interested in learning a little bit more about that. I've, I've had um, some work done with a friend of mine that does like Akashic records, like Ooh, reading fine. your Akashic, yeah, and like astrology and, and understanding your signs and, you know, everything from the time and, and place you were born in and how that resonates with your soul's destiny and your journey so far. So I don't know, I, I myself have been really um, intrigued with that. So to hear that, I, I haven't heard of, about um, Lanieria is what you were saying. So I, that's really, really cool. I'll check that yes. out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe you heard about it at the right time for the right Maybe. Reason. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is someone that, that's inspiring you right now, whether it's a person or a specific product that's, that you're really loving right now? Oh, I feel like every day there's like a new inspiration that comes into my life. Um, But some, you know, I I definitely have a couple of people or gurus that I've constantly reaching out to. Um, Ram Das, Mm -hmm. one of um, those teachers that, you know, just his teachings, like I'll just come across it at the right time when I need it. And Mm. um, I've been reading a lot of his books and learning a little bit more about his teachings. And I think he's also had a documentary come out a couple, maybe six or seven months ago about him. Um, But it's definitely been somebody for some reason lately, I've been very drawn to and inspired by, Mm. just by his teachings and his view of life. Mm -hmm. Is he like, this might be a silly question, but is he still alive? No, no, he passed away. So he's like an ancient guru, right? No, no, he actually just passed away last December. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I remember this. No, I remember. See, I've yeah. never, it's like, I've, I always see like his quotes, but I've never done a deep dive. So maybe this is my mm-hmm. sign that I need to do the deep dive. Yeah. He had a stroke, uh, I think a couple, I mean, maybe like five or seven years ago, or maybe mm-hmm. I'm, I might be wrong on the timing there. Um, so, you know, his teachings weren't the same as what he used to be when he was younger, but still, right. I mean, he's he's a different kind of person and his, you know, he's definitely transcended to a new place of awakening and his teachings have been very, very inspiring. Yeah. You should definitely check it out. The documentary is really, really amazing about him as well. Okay. Is it like on Netflix? I, I think it was, I think okay. I'm pretty sure I'd have to. Okay. Google we'll find right the now. link. We'll, we'll yeah. find the link and send it to mm-hmm. everyone in our show notes. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay. So I mean, while you're driving around Canada, has your morning ritual changed? Like, what is that looking like right now? <laughs> well, actually, we finally made it to my husband's cottage here okay. um, in Ontario. So my morning rituals have kind of gone back to what they usually are, you know, when we're on Vancouver Island, which is get up in the morning and first thing I always get on the mat. And I usually spend maybe an hour and a half to sometimes two hours if that allows in the day um, for my practice and meditation and journaling and things like that. When we were traveling, um, it was definitely a little bit more challenging, but you know, it's funny. We, we'd still find, make sure we always find the time in the mornings. Like Mark is the same like me. We need our mornings to start our day. So even mm-hmm. if we're, let's say camping out somewhere, we have our yoga mats here. So we just roll out our mats and, and do 30 minutes of yoga just outside again when it's mm-hmm. summer and the weather allows you to do it. It's, it's quite beautiful and peaceful. Um, but yeah, I don't start my days without having that time for myself. Otherwise I feel like I can't find that grounding and, and balance within. Yes. So important. Do you have Mm -hmm. a specific crystal of the moment that you're really finding helpful right now? Um, yeah, I always wear a clear quartz crystal. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, I actually, it was an interesting story how I found this particular crystal and necklace. We were in Nepal last year and came around this tiny little 
crystal shop in Kathmandu. And you know how sometimes they say like the right crystals will just pick you instead mm-hmm. of you picking them. And it was just one of those things that this tiny little clear quartz crystal jumped out at me and I bought it and it's uh, just on this little string. Like it's nothing fancy or anything. And it's um, has been on my, on my body since that time. And I find that there's just some kind of obviously connection that I have to the energy. And when I asked the man who found the crystal, he said, apparently they dug it out somewhere from the Himalayan mountains. They just had a whole bunch of clear quartz that they dig up because there's so much crystal out there, Mm. Um, different types of crystals that you'll find. And um, yeah, so I I would say it's definitely been my (laughs) one uh, crystal that I'm deeply connected to, but I have lots around the house as well. I love amethyst. Amethyst has mm. been another one that it's, I like to have it by my bedside um, or just, you know, near me um, because of the energetic frequency that I feel like connect to. Yes. Such good ones. I know amethyst is one of my faves as well. So good. Yeah. what is a mantra that you live by? A mantra that I live by, I am exactly where I need to be. Oh, such a good one. Mm-hmm. And definitely yeah. a reminder I need <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's difficult because I find, you know, life serves us so many different circumstances, especially I find in 2020 life has thrown mm-hmm. many different unexpected challenges for all of us. And I find that when, when that happens and you let the ego and the mind rule your your sense of awareness and experience in that moment, you just go down this terrible spiral where you feel like you're not in control. Life is getting away from you, you know, whatever, whatever negativity or fear that is ruling your life. So even just coming back to a breath and saying that mantra is almost reminding me that, you know, all of us have a beautiful path that we're all destined to go through. That's what I believe in in life. And doesn't even matter what challenges come our way. It's part of our journey. We have to get through those challenges to find the strength to move forward, to grow as human beings, um, experiencing human life on this earth. Mm -hmm. And so a simple mantra like that is just a quick little reminder for myself. Like, doesn't matter if I'm in the worst place in my life or the best. It's like, you know what? This is where exactly I'm meant to be. Yes. Mm -hmm. So good. I love it. What is your sun, moon and rising? What does that mean? (laughs) Like your your astrology. Do you know your, like, so what's your, like, what sign are you? Okay. Uh, I'm a Taurus. Okay. Do you know, and you don't know what your rising or your moon sign are? Uh, I've been told that my moon sign is Capricorn. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. I don't know what my rising uh, sign is. I've actually just recently had a friend who's like, what's your moon sign? I'm like, I don't think I've ever looked into that. (laughs) I know what I mean. I've been, you know, I've, yeah, I can't remember a lot of this. You know, I've had a lot of cards and things read, but I never really retained, like, what signs am I on all of these different uh, yeah. <laughs> parts? Well, and it's funny because you're, like, the fact that you have two Earth signs that yeah. it's, like, you probably don't care as much about the the airy, like, cosmos stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that's probably not the best answer for you, but I know I'm, I'm Taurus and Capricorn, but. Um, so you work your ass off is what yes. we need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Love it. All right. So I want to know about your spiritual journey and when you decided to make it your life's work. Let me cut it down to a, a short story. Um, well, I used to be a gymnast, a rhythmic mm-hmm. gymnast uh, for most of my life. And I went through some really terrible injuries 
and that led me to yoga and Pilates. And I, it led me to yoga and Pilates as a way of therapy to bring my health back. I had really terrible back injuries and I barely could walk. I was like 17 years old at that time. Wow. And um, yoga pretty much saved my life. Um, but, you know, the physical component, understanding alignment, healing my body through different postures. And then I continued to dive deeper into my personal practice. And then I began, you know, I was like, well, this is something I feel very passionate about. So, you know, I started training, I became, I did my first teacher training that was in like 2003. And that was probably the pivotal point for me that allowed me to go through a very deep um, spiritual awakening and cleansing, because mm-hmm. I find that as a yoga teacher, I couldn't feel like I could serve others before I took care of everything that was happening within myself and my past traumas and experiences that have been holding me down. And so even even the teacher training, which is interestingly, that's teaching how to be a teacher, but it was so much deeper than that because it allowed me to dive into a greater understanding of myself um, and my purpose in life. And it took me on this incredible journey and I feel like I'm just in the beginning of it because as a teacher, I feel like I can always learn more. I'm you know, always trying to find ways yeah. to educate myself in, in every different way. And I think it's the books and, and the gurus and the teachers and the information that's just been coming to me through all the different ways. Again, like I was saying, kind of surrendering to this universal unfolding mm-hmm. of where my life is taking me and all the right little pieces fall into place has just been taking me deeper and deeper through my spiritual path and something that began to even motivate me, inspire me even more was when, you know, Mark and I, was it four years ago, uh, we packed up and we sold everything we owned, let go of all of our possessions and we left travel and to shoot videos. And that's kind of how Boho Beautiful really began, began to become what it is, you know, like our content on our YouTube page, you'll see videos from all over the world that we've done. And that traveling component itself was something that was really deeply awakening because it opened my eyes to so much of the world and made me realize how, how small I am, you know, and, and how, how lucky I am to live in the world that I do and especially just being in the Western world because the things that we saw and the places that we visited really um, humbled me in so many ways and it allowed me to continue to dive deeper and deeper into understanding this whole thing, what life is about, you know, and that's kind of what took me there. But I feel like, like I said in the beginning, I feel like I'm, I'm just in the beginning of it. I feel like every yeah. day there is something that continues to blow my mind and dive deeper and new books and new teachers that I'm drawn to that um, I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever be at a point where I feel like, okay, I've learned enough. I feel like I've gone yeah. down enough on my spiritual path. I think this is just part of my experience. But yeah. um, yoga would definitely would say was the first stepping stone for me and then the gateway life. drug I always say yoga is the gateway drug of, of yeah. all spiritual learnings it was it truly mm-hmm. was you know and it's it's beautiful and the way to look back at how it all began yeah. and to see like the person I was when I everything started yeah 2003 or 2000 and I mean really I started yoga when I was 18 years old really um and to the person that I am now you know, just so to cool. see that difference. Yeah. And the transformation of just understanding my own self. Yes. And then, so you're, so 
did you, when you guys decided to travel and like sell your stuff, was Mm -hmm. that the point when you were like, okay, let's like turn this into a business together? Like, was he on his spiritual journey as well? I know Mm -hmm. I get so many questions from people like, what if my husband's not on a spiritual journey or what if we're on different points? Like Mm -hmm. what, what, what did that kind of look like for you guys on your individual journeys? And then how did you decide, okay, let's do this business together? Um, I think luckily enough, we both were in a very similar path. Um, mm-hmm. I started my yoga journey, obviously, much earlier. Mark began diving deeper into just um, his own knowledge. He started be- becoming really interested in, um, you know, reading many different books that opened mm-hmm. his mind. And at that time, he actually was, um, he was like a, a huge music industry executive out of Toronto like he worked for like universal music and Mm -hmm. you know he's actually he was very well off making a lot of money and all of the things that you know in the western world would be like oh you you know you're well off you're you're set you know Mm -hmm. and he was really unhappy he it felt like it was killing him it was killing his soul and that was around the time that we both were just going through this journey in our own selves in different ways but together you know like he was going through his own stuff I was going through my own journey and figuring my own stuff and at the same time we were you know we were together we were living together so we could relate to each other and um you know I've I was a full-time teacher at that time in Toronto I was teaching all over gyms and yoga studios and things like that and that's kind of where the idea came for Boho Beautiful at first like well why don't we like I've always wanted to do uh, online yoga because it's cool that you can have 30 you know, people come to your class, but how amazing would it be if you could have hundreds of people do your class at the same time all over the world? And it was very, very intimidating. And again, Mark was pretty lost in his own life and was like, well, why don't we just try this? Let's just start making videos. Um, and he, you know, we invested a little bit of money um, into some camera gear and we just began to, to shoot videos. And probably after a year, our channel, people started to connect to it pretty well. And, you know, we started feeling like we could make a living off of doing this. And at that time, Mark quit his job. He let go of a huge, you know, people would say is a crazy thing. But um, he let go of his job as as an executive at a big company because he felt like he literally was killing his soul. It just wasn't resonating with anything he felt he was moving towards. And so we kind of together decided to take this leap of faith and follow our dreams and follow our hearts and do something that um, would allow us to have a little bit more freedom to live our own life and create our own life and not always be dependent on, you know, another company or a boss or anything like that. So, yeah. And so that, that was kind of the beginning steps. And then we started at first we would travel here and there and just create content. And, you know, Mark, he does all the videos and editing and he just learned on his own as well. It wasn't like he had a background in videography. We just kind of learned as we, as we went. Which I think is so like, I think like that's, one thing that people miss are like, I don't have any talents or I don't have any skills. I don't know what yeah. to do. And it's like, honestly, like, I think some of the most successful people figured it out as they went. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, these days as well, like the yeah. tools that we have in front of us is yeah. incredible. Like you can literally go, there's all of these websites. Like I know we used at that time, lynda.com was the website Mark used, but there's so many other ones right now, like Skillshare, I think is another one where I know. And like Squarespace, you can build a website in like an hour. Exactly. And it's yeah, yeah, it's totally. And so there's so many tools now for people to not have that excuse anymore 
anymore to say, well, I'm not a videographer. Or I don't know how to edit a video. It's like, well, you can do a 20 hour course and you'll pretty much learn everything you need to learn. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you just have to apply yourself and have the desire and the passion to put yourself in a little bit of uncomfort because mm-hmm. it will be uncomfortable at first in order to get closer to that dream or that vision that you see for your life. And that was kind of where we were. We were unhappy in Toronto. Mark quit a job. We were at this point like, well, we don't know how we're going to make money now. You know, like we had a little bit of savings for sure, but like it was very scary, you know, because literally you're jumping off. You're like, well, I hope this works because we don't really have a plan B right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how it started. And we just surrendered and had faith in the universe. We had faith in our journey and understanding that if we could just continue to work hard and don't stop and understand that it's going to take a lot of sacrifice and a lot of work, we'll get somewhere. And that's something that we we became so passionate about. And we began Boho Beautiful together, you know, we're, we're a team. Yeah. And I always say like the only people that fail are the people that give up. Like if you can mm-hmm. just keep pivoting and shifting and like trusting, like it's going to work. Like if you just need to commit to yourself, like I will not give up until this is, you know, this has become what it's meant to become and being open to it to change and evolve as you're going. Exactly. And you have to accept the fact that you're going to fail yeah. because without failure, you're not going to grow. Like exactly. if, if, like if we were to look back at our first videos that we did, it's embarrassing. You're like, Oh yeah. my God, I can't believe this is online. Like it's yeah. terrible. But like you had to go through those moments and experiences because that's the only way for you to grow. You have to fall on your face to get back up and be like, okay, how do I not make this mistake again? How do I pivot? How do I, like you were saying, you're constantly pivoting yourself, but never allowing one failure to stop you from achieving something that you dream about because everything is possible in our life. Everything, like everything is within our reach. But the thing that holds people back is fear. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing. It's the fear of failure. It's the fear of losing comfort or security all of these things and it stops us from taking that leap of faith and so as long as you have the work ethic and and the understanding that it's not going to be easy because if it's easy everybody would do it right Mm -hmm. definitely and I feel like on that same topic of like shifting and evolving and not letting fear okay so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal, who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, one of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives. And I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV. But I digress. It is time to treat yourself. Get something chic. Don't wait for someone else 
to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout takeover. So many people have had to pivot their dreams, their lives, their energy because of everything going on in the world right now and thinking, okay, this year was going to be a certain way. And I was going to, you know, be filming in these countries, or I was going to be doing this or that. And some, I mean, a lot of people did give up. I mean, a lot of people were kind of forced to give up and couldn't make it through. Um, what are some of the biggest like pivots and shifts that you guys have had to make? Accepting pivoting to a point of accepting our circumstances and our surroundings because originally our plan was actually we were supposed to be living in Costa Rica right now. Wow. Uh, we were right before Corona hit, we were about to finish a deal of buying land and that was going to be like a huge, big change. Like we were going to move our life and settle our roots mm-hmm. in one of our favorite countries in the world. And then once Corona hit, um, we kind of felt stuck on Vancouver Island. And I'm sure like my example is probably not as intense as other people's who have laid off or lost their job. But, you know, to us, thankfully, it didn't impact our business because everything we do was online. So it actually brought more demand for our business. But in our personal life, um, it was a lot of accepting the circumstance as it is and the accepting idea that like, well, there's really nothing we can do about it. Like the borders are closed. We can't travel anywhere. We have to accept the fact that we're going to be in Canada for the whole winter and, you know, beginning of spring and just make do with what we have in the surrounding and the place that we are in. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd say that was probably uh, a big pivotal shift in our mind of just being acceptant of the situation because I find that when you have all these plans that you make and you're so excited you know it's a huge thing and then something just has changed with a snap of a finger you feel like the rug's being pulled away from under you Um, it's really easy to get very sad and depressed and unmotivated and defeated yeah and I think uh, when those feelings arise and those emotions arise that idea of acceptance like I was saying earlier I'm exactly where I need to be it's like well you know what this is somehow this is the plan accepting that and just moving with it so riding the wave so taking the best out of the situation and for us personally we just really focused on content creation we started releasing a video a day at that point when corona hit because we knew people needed it people needed a place to recenter they needed a place to come to to themselves on the mat and we felt like well this is calling for us to step up because um there's a lot of change and people are faced with a lot of struggle right now and at least that gave us our purpose and we focused our energy instead of being depressed and defeated though you know we can't go to costa rica and and the land that we wanted to buy fell through and all of those things we just put all our energy in serving and serving others and trying to help other people. And, and that I, itself was so uh, fulfilling just to hear back people's comments and people's responses and their gratitude for, um, you know, using 
our content and using it to help themselves through difficult difficult times in their lives and you know it felt like okay here here this is our role for right now this is how it's supposed to be and I think a lot of people have really felt that too like I always say like we are alive at this time for a reason and we have some kind of Mm -hmm. purpose to serve and I think so many people are feeling called to serve in like a bigger and deeper way and I think listening to that right now is just so important um Mm -hmm. are there any like specific yoga poses that we should be doing to deal with like uncertainty or to make us feel more grounded yeah definitely I mean I always recommend for any moments when we feel extremely ungrounded is to do an entire yin yoga practice Mm -hmm. Um, because yin yoga practice it's all about going deep into our connective tissues in our hips in our lower body it's a very grounded practice most of the time you're on the mat itself like on the floor Um, and it really gives you the opportunity to release this pent-up energy because what happens is when we have emotions, uh, feelings, anxiety, stress, it's all energy, right? Because what is emotion? It's energy in motion. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. And so this energy, if we don't find a way to release it, tends to manifest itself physically in the body. That's when people feel stressed out over, you know, if there's too much pressure in their life, they start to feel lower back pain or any sort of like different injuries start to arise. And a lot of the times it's because there's like this energy that's manifested in your body that starts to aggravate your body physically. So yin yoga is great because a lot of the times this type of energy tends to find its way in our hips or our shoulders. And um, any sort of long held postures like in yin yoga is great to release that tension. But Mm -hmm. if yin yoga wasn't maybe something people wanted to do and they just were looking like you said for a couple postures um pigeon pose Mm. is an amazing posture that I do myself personally again for that same reason because it affects the piriformis the glute muscle um, which I find in myself is where I hold a lot of my stress. Yeah. Like I feel especially like, I, like with uncertainty because it's about like the root chakra is about feeling grounded and like certain exactly. and confident mm-hmm. and like, so yeah, any like lower back leg glutes thing, that's the ticket for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And just finding more groundings. Um, so like any, any kind of postures on the floor. So pigeon poses, even just like a seated forward fold, a butterfly, anything that can give you that sense of safety on the floor of grounding of reconnection with you know with the earth i think that is very very crucial and an important way to find um ways to ground ourselves during uncertainty love it and then are there so you guys also do fitness classes what are the Mm -hmm. fitness classes like Uh, A lot of our fitness classes is mainly based on Pilates type of uh, Mm -hmm. body weight workouts because we don't, you know, we travel most of the time or we used to before Corona. Um, We don't never have any equipment or anything like that. So everything is mat based and I am a certified Pilates instructor. um, So I love fusing like yoga and Pilates together. I call them yoga workouts, but they're pretty much like a fitness workout because you're you're constantly moving you're not stopping um so we have a variety of different things on our youtube channel for free that people can try out so different pilates classes sometimes i'll do like quick body targeted classes so like a 10 minute core class or a 15 minute glute class like whatever people need Um, but then we have um on our website like when we have our full-length programs we have a little bit more in-depth 
type of fitness classes. So we have a program we launched uh, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, it was called Transform. And that is more of a fitness-based, mat-based, but fitness program where you're going through different cardio type of classes and then toning body weight classes and yoga classes throughout that um time so and that is uh, spice of life so you've got it all yeah yeah exactly and i think just now more than ever like people need to be like build build, with all the stress like you need to be working out you need to be building up your immune system you need to be staying healthy moving your energy like releasing the stress Mm -hmm. and anxiety body so I love that so much and you have a coupon code for us as well yes yeah definitely so we wanted to share everybody uh, everyone that's listening to the podcast today with a 20% off our store which means any of our programs you can purchase at 20% off and um, it's just a great way for anyone that's looking to dive a little bit deeper like I mentioned we have fitness programs like transform which is you know, 45 minutes a day of intense work. And we have everything from, you know, our latest program called Boho Beautiful Retreat, which was quite popular when uh, Corona hit because it's at at home yoga retreat. Mm -hmm. Uh, We filmed it and we were in Nicaragua and it's a seven day retreat um, program. So every day you're doing two different yoga classes, one class that's like about an hour and the second evening class is a half an hour. And the whole idea of that program was to give people the experience of a yoga retreat without having to travel or take time off of work or their daily lives and still have that deeper dive into themselves. So outside of the yoga component, there's, you know, journaling exercises and different ways to help us dive a little bit deeper into understanding ourselves and our own energy so that's another great program i'd recommend but you know if anyone's interested definitely use our coupon code uh, i think it's chakra girl 20 that we created yes, um, yes. and we'll link it. everyone to the store and we'll give you all the coupon code again in the show notes yay i'm i want to check them out too okay and before i move on to the next segment you also rescue animals i want to hear about this journey oh yes well, Mark and I are huge animal lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been all, all our lives. And throughout our travels, we've just been um, brought forward a lot of different situations and people that have inspired us, that have taken upon themselves to help the voiceless. So we worked with a huge elephant sanctuary out in Thailand called um, Save Elephant Foundation. Mm. Uh, we've raised some money for a lot of their sanctuaries. They, they have most, uh, most of the sanctuaries are in Southeast Asia, but they've rescued over 200 elephants from everything from logging camps to um, entertainment to forestry to, oh my goodness, like, you know, people... <laughs> exploit animals in many different ways especially you know in those kinds of countries because they use it for tourism and a lot of people are not aware of the fact of how terrible their the animal's life is to live in captivity and be exploited in that way and so we've got involved with organizations like save elephant foundation and help them raise awareness and money to just educate people you know of different ways they can still have a way to interact with such beautiful creatures like elephants without supporting industries like elephant riding or you know anything else like circuses or entertainment in in a way where which abuses the animal well Um, even like like hunting like there's 
countries where you can still go and hunt elephants, aren't there? I don't know if it's legal, but you see people, even like people from the U.S. go and do that. In Africa, I know it's, it's, it's so terrible because they're, you know, they're, they're such incredible creatures. I mean, we are so lucky to have been able to experience some of the things we have when we worked with elephants, but, you know, just understanding how they work with each other. They have little families and they can communicate with each other through like the vibrations in the earth. Like they can talk to each other and it's, when you see an animal like that, it, it breaks your heart to think that somebody would just go out there and pay, you know, money to, to kill an animal for a trophy. You know, it, it's, it's very, very heartbreaking. Yes. So, so we, mm-hmm. we'll link you guys to those. Are there, yeah. Are there, like, how can anyone listening help? Like we can link them to the different foundations or is there any other way that they can help or donate? For sure. So uh, we can definitely, if you link saveelephant.org, is the foundation which is part of uh enp uh elephant nature park um you can donate to them directly you can uh sponsor an animal you can yes and and the organization itself they don't only rescue elephants like they moved to all other animals so they have a huge part of it is dog rescue they rescue Mm -hmm. a lot of dogs from the asian meat trade from you know just terrible circumstances uh puppy mills like you name it right so they do so much work so any anything helps for these people because they they rely on our donations and because of actually corona um they've been really struggling because a lot of their business was from people coming to thailand so one of their biggest places is in chiang mai called elephant nature park and you can actually come and stay the night and you can have the experience of being with the animal and feed it bananas without contributing to uh, cruelty and abuse so you know you won't be riding the elephant but you can go and wash the elephant in the river with other people you know so you can have different experiences so when travel comes back hopefully um, going and supporting places like that like sanctuaries and not riding camps is definitely one way people can help but at the moment right now because travel isn't really uh, something that's going to be available for most of us um, just donating or spreading the word about organizations like Save Elephant Foundation is really important. Um, oh. Right now, their tourist dollars were cut like 80%, right? Because there's no tourists coming right. in. So now they're really relying on the donations of the people to keep, to cut, like, to keep it going because yeah. they have hundreds of elephants to just feed, not, not even to mention the dogs and, and other creatures they rescue. So any dollar helps for sure. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I know we have lots of animal lover listeners, so Mm -hmm. we will love to check that out. Okay. Amazing. So let us move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. (laughs) And I can go first because mine was just yesterday or the day before. So someone screenshotted one of my posts where I was talking about like how unbalanced chakras can like keep you stuck in a job you hate. It can make you feel jealous of other people's lives. It can make you feel like, um, I don't know. And, and like the post is directed for women who haven't really started their spiritual journey yet. Mm-hmm. And someone got super offended by it because they were apparently more spiritual than me is what they said basically. And that they were. Okay. So let's have a quick 
chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV, but I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Saying if you can't say you're, um, you're spiritual, if you're telling women that they should be hating their job and that they should be, um, basically like, cause I confronted her. So she screenshotted it, posted oh. it on her channel and was like, this is disgusting. This is un, this is like, what did she say? I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyways. And I, it was like a real like moment for me because I like kind of lost my cool and I messaged her and I was like, I would never do that to another women's work. We should not be tearing each other down, blah, 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 blah. But then at the end of the day, my lesson of it all is like, there is no truth. There's only perception to her. She thought that that was, you know, whatever, a negative post. I I understand where that I was coming from my heart with that. I understand who I was talking to because I used to be that person and I know what that person needs to hear. And maybe she never was that person. So I can't expect her to understand it. And I feel like my manifestation from that is like literally just knowing that like there is no truth. And I had to kind of like lose my cool and then be like, okay, Amberly, you need to reel it back in and realize yeah. that people are allowed to have an opinion. And yeah, like... <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Like I wouldn't do that, but maybe she would. So. It's, it's crazy. Hey, like I find that because of the way social media works, like people find this confidence to be behind a screen yes. and they feel like they can say whatever they want and not really think about it twice of how that's actually going to affect the person on the other side. Like you wouldn't come up to a person on the street and say that to their face. No. Because that would be uncomfortable. But behind the screen, people have this confidence to say very hurtful and inappropriate things. So it's, I mean, 
And I was like, and I know, and I was just like, um, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, it was someone that I knew, someone that I had spoken to before who actually had asked to hire me like just a few months ago. She's like, I want to work with you. Will you work with, do you hire, do you take like one-on-one clients? And I was like, oh, I don't take one-on-one clients. And she's like, okay, I really want to work with someone one-on-one. So I'm like, did that trigger? And so I'm just like going this tailspin of like, where did I go wrong? Like, I thought I had good rapport with this person. I know. Yeah. It's so hard. I find that when things like that happen, you just got to focus on everything else that's positive. Yes. Like all the people that are saying totally. the kind things and that are taking a lot of value from everything yeah. you're doing. You know? And actually, funnily yeah. enough to that exact point, um, literally that exact same day, I was like in a kind of like a tailspin about it. And my friend, my best friend messaged me. It was like a screenshot of um, like a Facebook memory. I guess I had like four years ago or four or five years ago, launched my business at, on that exact day. And so, and she shared it with her audience and was like, I'm so proud of my best friend. She just launched her business. And then, so my friend screenshotted it and then sent it to me and was like, I just want you to know, I'm so proud of you. You've helped so many women over the last few years. And I was like, Oh, and she didn't even know that I was like going through that or that that girl had posted that thing or anything. So I was like, okay, that was like the perfect reminder and the perfect timing. That's so sweet. Yes. So I love that. Yeah, it was really nice. I mean, at the end of the day, and like, I feel like another manifestation was too, is like, I feel like I've been being called to talking about more about how there is no truth and that everything is um, perception. And so I'm like, okay, now I have so many good post ideas for this. So I can Mm -hmm. start like sharing my experience with like getting offended by something and then looking at like what it actually meant. So, so yeah, Yeah. I mean, only good came of it, to be honest. And that, I mean, full circle back to the original quote that you gave us at the beginning about how we're exactly where we're meant to be. It's like, even though that made me feel terrible, there was good that came out of it. Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, you're, I love what you're saying. It's like your perception is your reality right so like everybody has their own perception of the way they're seeing the world or you know what spirituality is or what they believe right or wrong is and that becomes their reality it's just there are people that can be open-minded and just accept the fact that everyone has their own different path and everybody's going to communicate it and go through their own journey and there's others that feel like one way or the highway kind of thing it's like no I'm right you're wrong and then they feel like they have to defend it and um, bring negativity to that person, which is exact opposite of everything you're trying to strive for in living a more conscious life, you know? So it's it's so interesting. Well, there's just such a divide in everything right now. And I think people are like, it's like, okay, we need to be together. Like more than ever, we need to Mm. like understand each other and be willing to like open our ears. Like if she would have come to me and said, this is how, this is how I perceived this. I could have been like, wow, interesting. Like, thank you so much. Like I didn't see it that way. And I don't ever want someone to think that I'm you know, trying to offend or whatever. Um, and it could have been like a empowering conversation for both of us, but I mean, it wasn't so, but still we learned something. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay. When was your last meltdown? Um, I would say probably a couple months ago. And I mean, it's, it's interesting that you, you mentioned this experience for yourself because I find that that's been a lot of trigger points for myself and Mark to, um, you know, living a life where you're very active on social media and people have an expectation of you to, to share your thoughts and your opinions and, you know, 
your energy with them. And a lot of the times there's some people that may not agree with it and we get it a lot. And a lot of the times like you just kind of, you know, overlook it, but you know, from time to time there will just be, again, like you're saying that one person that um, just purposely wants to bring negativity into your life. And I remember the, the thing that happened, it was, we did a blog can't remember it was probably a couple months ago and we were just talking about a topic and then somebody just would comment um on a post and they just went off about oh you look so unhealthy and Mm. what are you eating and is it because you're vegan and like and they just kept going on and off and it was almost felt like a personal attack from a stranger and I remember feeling the same way maybe unlike yourself you knew this person like Mm -hmm. it if it went it got under my skin and usually I don't even read a lot of the comments a lot yeah. of the times Mark does a lot more of that because I if I read something like it it, it could get under my skin but this yeah. one really hurt because I'm like you like I was saying earlier this person would never come up to me and say this to my face yeah you know? like saying such hurtful things about what I look like what I eat and and again this is a complete stranger they have no idea what I'm going through in my life or my situation right now and also like I think we did a blog and you know, it was like bad lighting or something. It was, it wasn't about looking the best. It was about, you know, contributing to a message or explaining something that we had to explain. And so I remember being very, very offended and affected and angry. And, and, you know, the first impulse, like, I'm going to respond to this person and just be like, how dare you offend me? You know, obviously that's the first response you want to do. And then, yeah taking a couple of breaths and realizing that, um, again, it's just somebody behind a screen. Yeah. This person doesn't exist to me really. And I remember actually ended up did responding to this person, but I took some time to breathe and didn't let the emotional anger and ego to be the leading force in my response. Yeah. And kindly being like, well, you know, going back to that whole idea, it was like, if you saw me on the street, you would never come up to me and say such accusing hurtful things about my well-being and my health and I'm sorry like you don't we don't know each other you have no idea you're just creating a judgment based on what you saw for five minutes on a video yeah um and so that was definitely one of those moments where I was had to find that awareness and conscious um state of understanding it's like huh okay the first response was anger the first response was hurt Mm. and almost like you wanting to return that hatefulness back in a way Mm -hmm. right because somebody is throwing it at you um, which is a very natural human response but taking that opportunity and taking a couple of breaths and stepping back from it and not leading with fear and um, anger was definitely a lesson that I had to learn and then calmly still having a response to the person and explaining and allowing them to realize how that that looks and seems and feels from the other side. Mm-hmm. So very similar to your story. Yes, I know. And but, it's, um, mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, it's something that I just, I guess we just always have to deal with, but like, well, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. And like, sometimes it's like, you'll, someone will say something and you'll be like, eh, whatever. Like, I know exactly. that's not true. And then sometimes it's just like all the beliefs come up of like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Sometimes it just gets you the wrong way. It, exactly. It's just that one, one person or one comment on one, yeah. one word that just gets under your skin. Yes. And it can take you down a whole spiral of negativity. And I think like you're saying the, the manifestation of it all or the, the outcome is 
learning to find that awareness and maybe seeing circumstances like that as also challenges that life brings our way. It's like mm-hmm. a little challenge that the universe throws at you. It's like, huh, how aware are you? How conscious of you? Like, can you actually refrain from reacting in the same energy as this person? You know, can you be the yeah. bigger person in this situation? Yeah. So that in itself is the lesson that we are taught through these experiences. But, you know, starting a business, running a business, um, being on social media, being in the public eye is that's, that is something we have to all just expect that it's going to come. Not everyone's going to like you, you know, Mm -hmm. not everyone's going to be, um, um, completely lined with your energy and your message and what you're trying to bring. And that's okay because there is a path for everyone, you know? Yeah. And we just have to accept that and, and understand and be kind to one another. Like you're yeah. saying, join and help each other rather than divide each other and say, this is yeah. wrong and this is bad. And I see that a lot in the yoga community. You know, there are yeah. some yogis out there that believe it's just this one way and you can't do yoga this way you know what I mean and it's and again it just creates this division where Mm -hmm. in life right now it's about unity we have to come together and the world is asking that of us right now we have to help each other out people everybody is struggling in their own ways so many you know there's just so much negativity that is being brought forward on our world right now Mm -hmm. that we have to lift the energy up together so Let's come together and be kind to one another and spread that message. Yeah. And I was saying yesterday on a live that I did too, like if someone posts something that triggers you, like ask yourself, what am I making this mean about myself? Like what Mm -hmm. is like when something triggers you, it always has something to do with some belief you're holding on to that you feel like identifies who you are. And it's like, is this a healthy attachment that I have to this belief Mm -hmm. and like analyzing that and yeah, taking that extra time and obviously not posting something if it's coming from a place of judgment or anger. Exactly. Exactly. Amazing. Well, this has been so fabulous. You are such a delight to chat to. Everyone must go follow Juliana. Where can we follow you? Uh, Well, you can find um, all the yoga classes and fitness videos on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash boho beautiful. You can also find me on Instagram at boho beautiful life. And of course, our website boho beautiful dot life is a great way to get in touch. Amazing. And we'll link you guys to everything and we'll give you that coupon code again. It's chakra girl 20 to use at their amazing store. So Juliana, thank you so much for being here and everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you learned something and are feeling more aligned and have the best day and we'll catch you next week. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot, the Chakra Girl Glam and Grounded membership. We would love to help you activate those chakras, babe. So step into that chic life and join us in the Glam and Grounded membership. Love you, mean it. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.